0: mm mm-hmm. To the Cannabis Hangout. Two girls, one bull, and a podcast that is breaking the stigma of marijuana. My name is Brandon. And my name is Saba. We will be connecting with a community of cannabis
1: enthusiasts by educating people, sharing stories from medical marijuana patients, and interviewing industry leaders while debunking cannabis myths. So we invite you to come roll with us while we, we break, break it all down. Hey all, welcome back to another episode. I'm Saba. And I'm Brandon. And we are your hosts of the Cannabis Hangout. On today's episode, we have the pleasure of speaking with local dispensary owners and app creators. Lauren was actually my patient back in the day, and we reconnected over Instagram. We're super excited to chat with her and her husband, Wes. So guys, please welcome Wes and Lauren to the Cannabis Hangout.
2: Hey,
0: guys. Hey. Thanks so much for having
2: us. Yes, this is wonderful. Thank
0: yes. you guys for being here. We just Let's start from the beginning. Um, okay. Where did your cannabis journeys first begin? Like, Do you both remember like the first time you consumed just to take it? Back for a second.
2: Sure, Wes, Do you want to start first? You want me to go? Okay. So I um, grew up here in Oklahoma City. And went to uh, Bishop McGinnis High School. Okay, okay. And we're kind of known for the marijuana culture. I don't know. I mean, for I know Bishop McGinnis.
1: <laughs> I mean, okay, what probably, I know about Bishop McGinnis people is y'all are, were wild. Like, Bishop kids were wild. Yes. And
2: now I'm sending my kids there possibly. And I'm like, <laughs> why am I doing that? <laughs> that's funny. Um, but, yeah, there's a marijuana culture. And I never really got into it. I always kind of, my dad, I grew up in a Western medicine um, my dad is a doctor,, okay. and so he was always very against it. Um, and so, if he found out that my friends were smoking weed or whatever, I wasn't allowed to go over there. Um so, I was always grew up with that kind of image of what you guys are trying to break mm-hmm. um of, you know, especially the Western medicine side of it. yeah, you know, it's very like my mom's going through cancer right now. Mm-hmm. and to hear that. oh, thank you. um, and you know, she's been on these delta nine gummies, mm-hmm. and she talked about it with her oncologist and they were just like they gave her this huge sheet that they had already like made up and printed out of why it's bad and I'm of like course. mom like yeah it's been proven in so many ways that cannabis helps with cancer yeah. it literally yeah. kills the cancer cells mm-hmm. and so I'm just still seeing that and mm-hmm. it's just so annoying for me but so anyway sorry I got off track um so then I went to college at OU and I got on um, put on Adderall okay and um that really changed the direction of my life in a lot of ways. And I know there's kind of an epidemic out there with Adderall. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, um, so I got on that for a long time. And then I kind of um, had a 10 to 15 year addiction journey with that. Okay, um, And then um, also combined with a really ugly gambling addiction, mm-hmm. um, which Speed and Adderall yeah. and Gambling. If yes. you can imagine yeah. how that would be. Yeah. Speed, Adderall, Gambling. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Sounds so, like a button we press. I know.
1: <laughs> Wes, do you want to record the buttons on our, on our thing? We need we need some sounds. He
0: has a good voice for that. Yeah, he
1: does.
2: Um, and so I got on that, and then I went to re- ended up in rehab in Sundance, Utah. Okay. And that was really good. Um, became totally sober, and um, then after I got out, I moved home, and then I met Wes, and that's where my cannabis journey started. Um, because his dad and mom were really into it. And then his dad helped start the, um, 788 legalized Mm -hmm. the bill or whatever in Norman. I don't know if you guys remember those rallies and stuff, but it was all because, um, our dispensary at the time, um, it was just a head shop Mm -hmm. and it was being raided by the Norman police department. I don't know if you guys
0: remember all that. Okay. Keep going. Okay. Keep going. So he was
2: raided by the Norman police department because the one of the head policemen, His daughter had become a heroin addict or something. Mm -hmm. So he was really anti-POC because he kept saying it was the gateway drug. So Um. he'd come in undercover and he thought Robert, his dad, was selling marijuana in the back. Well, what he didn't know was that his dad is like the biggest stickler and he would never do that. But he was a cannabis consumer, just not at work. Yes. But we sold like the bongs and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then it ended up going to the Supreme Court... I don't know if you all remember that. It was the funniest trial you've ever seen Mm. because they had literally all these bongs up on the trial, like on the (laughs) bench. (laughs) They had to bring an expert witness in from Colorado to show that you could smoke other herbs from those, not just marijuana. Oh, wow. Wow. So his dad almost went to federal prison. Wow. Wow. Yeah, and that's how the bill got on the docket.
1: Okay. So
2: people don't know that unless they live in Norman. Yeah. Because if you go to the Norman dispensary, you'll see all the court stuff because they framed them. Yes,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was a big deal.
2: Yeah. So his dad was really influential. So when I came into his family... I was like, okay, well, this is a cannabis family. I've got to try it, yeah. you know? Uh-huh. So I okay. started getting into it, and it really has changed the direction of my life mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and for good, for, you know, good in yeah. good ways, uh-huh. more than not. Um, and so then I after I got out of rehab, I decided I wanted to be a licensed addiction drug counselor.
1: Okay, cool. Yeah, and
2: so I'd already That's started awesome. that when I met West. So mm-hmm. I was like, well, I'm not going to stop this because mm-hmm. I'm still passionate yeah. about yeah. recovery and... But I'm more into the psychedelics and the cannabis journey. Mm-hmm. And I just love how much cannabis has helped my my personal growth and development. Yeah,
1: that's, um, that's awesome. Yeah, because
2: it gets rid of your ego. And yeah. it does a lot of stuff that other drugs can't. And mm-hmm. I feel like if more people like alcoholics and people that are struggling with addiction did more cannabis, mm-hmm. I feel like it would really jumpstart their lives and their personal growth. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's Absolutely.
1: so true. We actually had this conversation um, the other day with some people and they were a little bit older, um, more, and this is nothing against people who are Christian, obviously, but like they were super Christian. And so their, their views were a little, I don't want to say skewed, but they were super like, what's the word I'm looking for like indoctrinated yes yes yes, yes thank from you like a long time ago yes and just like it's the stigma right mm-hmm. and they we start you know they're like what do you do and so I started you know I was like this is what I do and they're like oh okay and then of course we started talking about cannabis and then it turned into how it has well like there's no evidence on its long-term effects but like I know people that have had long-term effects from it and like it's just like this whole thing and everything I said was just like a combative, you oh, know, yeah. like no but it does, no but it's this, no but it's that and it's just like having those conversations with people yeah can be so great but mm-hmm. also so exhausting.
2: Oh yeah. So cuz you're fighting a whole like yeah. years of it's what people have said about it ever since the seventies. Right. With like Reagan. Yeah. And just everything. So went,
1: and it's like, but this plant's been around forever. And when I, you know, when I use the argument, like, well, this is a plant, then it was like, well, everything else is a plant. Like uh, Vicks is a plant. It starts off as a plant, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, maybe. But like, there's so much added into it. So like.
2: Yeah, it had to Anyways. be like heated up, and it had to be molded. Yeah, and it had to just be, yeah. all this stuff. Yeah. But
1: yeah, I forgot where I was going with that. But no,
2: I love that argument. Though. I had it's a plant point. And Yeah, it comes from the ground, and mm-hmm. it's from God. That's what I tell people. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's not like this other stuff where it has to be like they make it and they, right. you know, process yeah. it and stuff. Oh, okay. So this is what I'm saying. Okay. Sorry. I remember. Yeah, yeah. Yes. No, so
1: fine. you, you said you battled addiction. So yes. that was, that was something that got brought up was that, Oh, cannabis is super addicting. Like one of them was a therapist and she was like, you know, I have people come in and they're, they over consume it and they're just like addicted all of a sudden and they go from one drug to like another. And I just was like, how do I explain this to you? Because she's just gonna throw therapy back at me, right? Oh, yeah, and like for sure. I'm not a therapist. So like I can only say so much. I'm also not a scientist. Like I only right. know what I know. Right.
2: You just know how it helps your life.
1: Yeah. Well, and how I've seen it like benefit other people's yes. lives. Like you were my patient. We worked very closely together. Oh, yeah. Like um, but it's just from your perspective, what do you think about it when people when people say that? Because for me it yeah. like it irked me because you I didn't. was like, Well, I know people that are true it. addicts right. that you know have done such hard stuff like meth heroin yes. that it's saving their lives currently right. or has saved their lives or prevented them from you know using or reverting back so like in your mind as somebody who was who is an addict what what are your thoughts about that? Sure. You know, like, how does, does that irk you? Like um,
2: a little bit. But yeah. I do think there is a prone to addiction with anything. Yeah. Right. Yes. Phone, shopping, yes. gambling. I mean, and that was, the, that was another combative yeah. argument
1: that I, that we said back. You we can like that well, with anything. You can do that with anything. Yeah. So like, how is it just specific to cannabis when that comes up? It's like, oh, that's bad. Cause you can get addicted. Cause then it just goes to the argument of it kind of being seen as a gateway drug. Right. Well, then everything would be a gateway drug. Oh, exactly. You know? Yeah.
2: It doesn't have to necessarily yeah. be a drug. Yeah. But the thing is, is with, as far as like, cause I studied, I got my master's mm-hmm. in, in addiction in addiction counseling from UCO okay. in the last two Very years. Okay. Very cool. And one of the things that I learned in my neuroscience class was that um, you have, in order for it to be a drug of addiction, you have to be able to take more and for the effects to be even more. Mm-hmm. Well, with marijuana, you don't, if you take another 10 milligrams, you're going to have the exact same effect. You're not going to be even higher. Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's it's very different in that. Like, for example, if I take a 10-milligram Adderall, I'm good, right? If I take another 10, I'm going to be even more sped up.
1: Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm.
2: But with marijuana, you hit, like, a point where you can't really do any more. Yeah. So with addiction, it has to be that thing where you pile on, mm-hmm. and you take more in order to get an, 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 a more achieved effect.
1: Yeah. Does that make yes, sense? Yes, 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 absolutely. So that's
2: why, because like. like you never see a marijuana person be like, oh, I need another coming. Oh, I need another. Yeah. You know, like, irking for it. Right. Yeah. Does that make sense? No, that yeah. makes total
1: sense. Cause they, I mean, yeah, I've, I've never done, I've never seen anybody do that. <laughs> so, like, oh yeah. My God, I need another hit. I need
2: another hit. You know, like, yeah. hey, you want to smoke? Like, yeah. That sounds okay, good. cool. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, it's a like, very
1: like, casual conversation. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not like oh, I'm feeding for, for it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I mean, maybe at the, long, at the end of a long day or something. Yes. Yeah. But right. honestly, it's such a spiritual experience. Yeah. And it's the only drug that I've noticed that gets totally rid of your ego. hmm. You know, I I mean, I've done MDMA, I've done a lot of different psychedelics and stuff, Mm -hmm. mushrooms, um, but really there's nothing like it. Yeah. To where it totally gets rid of your ego, you can really get to the root of the issues. And honestly, my dream would be to be able to to tell my patients, take a gummy, you and your husband, like if I did couples Yeah. for example... Take a gummy, come in. Their egos would be down, so we would make so much more progress. Right. Right. Cause you can access more yeah. parts of the yeah. brain. Yeah. Yes, you know what I mean. Yeah. And I've noticed for important talks for Wes and I, uh-huh. I always tell him, go take a dab. I'll take a dab. <laughs> it gets hey. rid of. We make so <laughs> yeah. much more progress. Yeah. Well,
1: and that's what like that's something that I've always lived by is like go smoke about it, and then like let's talk about it. Like yes. let's not let's not talk about it until we've smoked, or let's like passive blunt or a passive joint because I feel like you're right the ego thing it kind of strips you of it but also it sometimes I feel like when I smoke I'm looking down at myself and I'm like what are you doing like why yes. are you reacting like this like is this really that big of a deal or if I do feel like it's that big of a deal then I overlook and I'm like okay so this other person is is not seeing it as that big of a deal from their perspective so you have to like let your ego down and know that everyone has different perspectives. And sometimes you get so caught up in your own that it's nice that cannabis can do that for you.
2: Yes. I love that piece about looking down on you because I noticed since I have small kids, Mm -hmm. um, when I take a gummy at night, I do so much reflection. Yeah. I could do this better. I could do this mm, better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try better tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And no other drug does that. Wine doesn't do that. Yeah. You know, alcohol doesn't do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. sorry. I'm, I feel like I'm rambling. No, no, you're good. You
0: <laughs> no, Wes, what about you, though? You've been, we've, you've been quiet <laughs> over here. You <laughs> patient man. He's the forerunner. He's the no. poor. He's patient, patient yeah. man. I, was,
3: I was just about to weigh in on that last conversation. This reminds me of a quote that we had up in Friendly Market that I pulled from uh, Smoke Plants of North America. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, and it was um, by Black Elk, and Black Elk speaks. And the quote was, "Friends, let us smoke together, so that there may only be good between us."
1: Yeah, yeah
0: that's good. It that is good. I like that. I yeah. like that a lot. Yeah, cannabis connects people it and brings so many. people together, but also mm-hmm. help. I feel like helps get you level-headed, so yeah. you can mm-hmm. get to where you need yeah. to, to be, be next. You yeah, know? kind of how you were saying. Yeah. So, Wes, where was your, um, where did your journey with cannabis begin? Like, when did you first use it? So,
3: in eighth grade, Jarrett Halsey and I. Shout out to Jarrett Halsey.
0: <laughs>
3: we did a deal on a pre-rolled joint. It okay. arrived in a cassette tape.
1: Mm, okay. And from what, where did it arrive from?
3: It ar- Well, it was from a guy in eighth grade <laughs> okay. who had delivered it to us pre-rolled mm. $5. Now, we stowed that pre-rolled in his attic mm-hmm. and we were waiting for the right day yeah. to smoke it. Mm-hmm. And then I moved from Atlanta to Norman and in, in, in like ninth grade. Yeah. But this have this been ninth grade.
0: Uh-huh. Okay.
3: So then that was like my first opportunity that I just slept on, which, you know, man, gosh, I wish if I'd hit it earlier, maybe I could have turned out, you know, not as been so, so reckless against it later in life. You yeah. Know? Right. Yeah. But, uh, I didn't, I don't, I don't, I don't remember actually like really dabbling with it again until norman high school Mm -hmm. shout out dallas uh this guy you know we were we were in competitive acting together and you know i was right before trigonometry and yeah he's like let's go take a Mm -hmm. ride around the block and and sure enough yeah you know and went and smoked a little dubage and that was one of the first times i really remember okay
1: so what was what was trigonometry like after uh, <laughs> what was it like going in to do uh, numbers after you just smoked?
3: I don't remember. I just, the thing I remember is feeling like, is my head falling off? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm oh trying. my God, that's funny. That is funny. Oh, that's hilarious. So was it? So thanks for sharing both of your journeys. They're both different. They're so different. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Um, So was there a point in time when cannabis became more than just smoking it? like, And it was seen as a medicinal use for you, that there was like value in that?
2: I would say Wes is more into that than me. Um, I don't smoke during the day as much. I'm more of a nighttime. Okay. Um, Just because like with my kids, I'm just on the go so much. Mm -hmm. And I can't forget things and... You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah.
0: You just I, I totally understand that. Yeah. yeah. But Wes smokes
2: every day, and he runs the dispensary, and mm-hmm. he does really well with it. Um, And he is—he uh, runs that place up there, and he just started a cafe inside the dispensary as well. Oh, cool. With infused. You want to talk about yeah, that? Yeah,
3: sure, yeah. So um, we've got a wonderful herbal infusion menu where we're putting water-soluble cannabinoids and full- Spectrum Extract Kratom mm-hmm. liquid into, um, I've got a cold press juice cocktail menu. Oh, cool. I've got a non cold press juice. I've got like wild blueberry juice and lemon martini that you can, and it all, it comes with one infusion so you could pick,
1: mm-hmm. you
2: know,
3: and but you could also, you know, double it up or whatever, okay. but it's been really fun and exciting. I've, I'm getting a lot of, um, patients who are just enjoying being able to come in and say, well, give me a bottle of coconut water and, you know, give me 25 milligrams of this and you know, 10 milligrams of that.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. So
3: it's kind of like on the fly. I've got a cooler full of really, you know, delicious, healthy, you know, drinks that they can pick from. And that's been pretty cool. Um, But, uh but yeah, the, the, the frozen margaritas. Really oh, brand that's right up so are they yeah. Is
0: Kratom in all of them?
3: Uh, well, okay. no, it's, it's optional. Okay. Yeah.
0: He's got a D9 margarita. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. then oh. he's got a CBD margarita. Ooh. And it's okay. like the machines like
2: at the gas station. Yeah. So you just going oh, in. Oh,
0: so like these are gonna be inside like a cafe inside the dispensary? It's already in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. in
3: the back.
2: Oh.
0: Yeah, and you could come sit at the bar and you can get whatever you want,
2: and he can put C B D or D nine or THC in any of them. Very that's cool. awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: It is. It's really neat. So yeah. is the cafe called something specific?
3: Cafe friendly.
0: Cafe, Cafe friendly. friendly. Inside a friendly How market. Cute. That's so cute. Thanks. Yeah. Oh, that's cool.
1: We're going to go see that. Is it in the one in Norman or Oklahoma City?
3: We've got the margaritas down in Norman, but okay. we don't have the full menu. Okay, like got we it. Do. yeah, and...
1: So Oklahoma City is the one to hit then? Yeah, OKC, okay,
3: Penn and Hefner. OK, perfect. I'm, I'm up and running and ready for you. I've, I mean, these patients are really loving the the frozen margaritas especially. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've got to get to a point because I know a lot of people are very kind of skeptical of Kratom. and so. But I've been doing a lot of mixes where mm-hmm. I'm putting, yeah. I've got one that's got CBD and Kratom. I've got one that's got CBD and D9. And mm-hmm. they actually, I mean, I don't know that they necessarily potentiate off of each other, but they are definitely uh, allies in a way. Yeah medicine world for sure because they work you know in different uh, modalities and mm-hmm.
2: in different areas of the brain yeah. 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 yeah why do
0: you think people are skeptical of kratom uh
3: because i i mean you know without getting into panama papers anything mm-hmm. that i think the phar- big pharmacy is going to want to come after me about yeah. yeah but i think that it's a big threat to mm-hmm. uh traditional i mean because we're we're seeing uses for it from speed to Mm -hmm. pain management to Mm -hmm. anti-anxiety. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's pretty much, you know, got the full slate. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think that's, uh, uh, you know, it's it's a very intimidating plant medicine. Yeah,
0: I feel like I've I've also seen the side of kratom to where someone has like been addicted to it and have like needed large amounts of it at once. And if they didn't have it, they would withdraw from it. And so I feel like that's what I know about Kratom. Like that's the side that I've seen. Yeah. Cause so, it,
2: it works on those opioid receptors. Yeah. And so it's similar mm-hmm. to, um, did you want to talk?
0: Oh yeah.
3: Well, I mean, there's a 12% incidence of abuse, um, uh, for Kratom. Yeah. It's right. the exact okay. same. I mean, we know, I mean, because we know how it's, it's powerful plant medicine yeah I mean, it's, it's got 12% of people who find it addictive that's mm-hmm. that's a stat we know about but that's also the exact same incidence of abuse of caffeine yeah yes and you, Not you wrong. Look at, <laughs> yeah I mean you look at it like I, right. I say you know and it's a it's a cousin of the coffee plant and they're both alkaloids caffeine and mitrogeni. Okay. And so you know you kind of see maybe some similarities except caffeine only makes you feel up and jittery whereas mm-hmm. Kratom it makes you feel either up, down, right in the middle, and always just about right if you get your dose perfect.
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's a good. That's a really good comparison because I hear people often say don't talk to me until I've had my coffee and I'm like that's such a crazy thing to say because you get to choose how you start your morning and of course sometimes you don't wake up on the right side of the bed because that's just life and nothing's perfect but like <laughs> come on you don't talk to yeah. you till you've had your coffee yeah. like yeah. let's get real here yes. Yes. I, yeah, speaking you, as an ex coffee drinker although I'm drinking coffee right yeah. now it's just <laughs> a one off <laughs> thing I so.
0: was so, yeah. putting herself on blast yeah. no
3: it's <laughs> Uh, You you read my mind because my anecdote after that is, you know, you can walk into Hobby Lobby Mm -hmm. and you can see a dumb little painted wood sign with a wire on it. And it says, don't talk to me before I've had my coffee. Yeah. And we all think that it's just peachy. Yeah. Like, okay, but just have your addiction with caffeine. Yeah. (laughs)
1: but But, but, Yeah. yeah. And that like, that's not seen as a big deal. Yeah. But like, I mean... Not that it is a big deal, but it like, you know, it just in comparison and if you're looking at plant medicine, it's like one socially acceptable because there's shops of it everywhere mm-hmm. and the other one is the same amount of addiction, yes. but it's, yeah, you only see the negative effects of it or you, you only hear right. the negative effects of it. Yes. Yeah. So to like, for you to come in and say that it it helps shift perspective and yeah. that's why we do this. So thank you for doing that.
3: Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, it's, I mean, we're, so that's the thing with the, and I'll segue now onto the the applet we're doing because, you know, we're, this is a, a thing that's really not, it's, it's not cannabis specific. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, uh, you know, cause we're, we're using, we're seeing, we're using kratom, we're using kava, you know, we're using functional mushrooms. So it's more plant medicine cool. in scope. Okay. And um, we're, we're, what I'm kind of trying to refer to as plant magic. Yeah. And so the the whole community is all about um, making plant magic more accessible to everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's a pretty cool thing. We just launched at Canacon last mm-hmm. two weekends ago, okay. and um, you know the community is available and ready for you to join. You know, it's you know it's the beta. It's pretty bare bones. You can set up groups. Businesses can put deals. It's you know. We got a lot of cool stuff coming down the plate, but at least, you know, you can sign up and, you know, kind of see what we're doing there and kind of see what it's going to be about. Mm -hmm. The most exciting reason I could give you to want to sign up is some of the blockchain stuff we're doing, which is pretty, I think, innovative, uh, not just for the space, but just in general, uh, we're we're doing what we're calling social play to earn. And that basically is going to allow patients and users to look at an ad of their favorite dispensary or their favorite brand and get tokens Mm -hmm. for looking at the ad. Oh, cool. Little micropayments. Yeah. And then over time they save them up and then they can use them to actually shop for, it'll be program currency. So if it's a Sunday Extracts cart Mm -hmm. uh, ad, they'll get a Sunday Extracts token and then they can come into Friendly Market and spend their Sunday Extract token.
0: Oh, very cool. Okay, let's pause for a minute and talk about Oklahoma's grassroots cannabis publication, Herbage Magazine. They are in over
1: 500 dispensaries statewide, providing cannabis education and supporting and highlighting the
0: local communities. For more information, visit HerbageMag.com. That's H-E-R-B-A-G-E-M-A-G.com. If you're ever in the Oklahoma City area, check out Chill
1: Dispensary at 22 Northeast 10th Street.
0: They're good people with hand-washed, single-source, live rosin, flour, pre-rolls, and other solventless products. So go show them some love and enjoy a chill experience. Now, back to the episode.
1: So what made you guys, like, what inspired you to create this app? And where did you see the lack in the market that you wanted to fill that hole?
3: Yeah. Yeah, so th- this was, uh, you know, starting uh, with getting kicked around on payments uh, mm-hmm. at Friendly Market. That was one of the first pain points that we were experiencing. Yeah. They don't want us to have credit card processing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they do want us, the ACH is completely yeah. cool mm-hmm. with cannabis. Yeah. In fact, they embrace cannabis and they want you to use ACH rails for cannabis. Mm-hmm. So. We're looking at ACH rails and crypto rails to provide alternative digital payment options. Not yeah. just for patients, but for dispensaries like yeah. us retailers who are just looking for, you know, because right now, golly, the our, the the payment, the, the merchant processing for cards mm-hmm. is so shaky. It's like yeah, we keep hearing they're going to get, we, the only way we can run cards right now or di- digital payments is uh, point of banking, okay. which supposedly is on like shaky, shaky ground. You know, my ATM guy's telling me you got to get rid of it. And, you know, I believe yeah. him. and but I don't know. Other people say it's fine. So yeah. it's just all this unclear because there's no, we don't have a, a, you know, the safe banking act. Mm-hmm. You know, there's all these things that are coming, they're supposed to be in place that aren't in place. So it's just, it's just, madness. it's a gray area. Yeah. 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 So payments was, was the, was mm-hmm. the very first thing. And then <clears throat> the second thing that really kind of catapulted it was, mm-hmm we would spend years building up a nice two, 3000 person following on Instagram. Yeah. Um, and then next thing I know, I, I mentioned THC on a Merry Christmas post
2: on, mm-hmm. you know, and I push yeah. it from
3: Instagram to Facebook. Yeah. Next thing I know, I can't even reset my password on Instagram. And I know there's all this, you know, mm-hmm. all, all this oh, stuff all going all on. The they don't even tell us about it. Yeah. yeah.
1: We know all about that. Yeah. Everyone Whoa. knows all about that. Unfortunately. Yeah, Unfortunately.
3: Yes. Crap. So I was in, a, in a, I have a marketing and it background. I did, uh, you know, websites and small web applications for yeah. people out of Tulsa for, cool. for many years. Mm-hmm. And so that was my background going into cannabis. And at that point I thought, okay, we I think we can figure this out. I think we can put together a little something. And mm-hmm. at first it was, you know, maybe it was just a safe place where I can actually build a following that's yeah. not going to be bamboo thatched out right from underneath me in two, mm-hmm. three years. I was like, I can't build around that. I can't yeah. build a brand following on something I know that's, that may cease to exist. Yeah. Yeah. So that was kind of like the first goal. Mm-hmm. And then from there we integrated all of the blockchain and the payments and uh, the play to earn a lot mm-hmm. of, a lot of really cool stuff because, you know, my thought was, I, there's a bunch of people that are going to, another weed maps and that's not going to work. You know, mm-hmm. uh, a cannabis specific social network, I think is a little one dimensional. Yeah. You know, not that, you know, cannabis, I love it. It's like my, my living, living mm-hmm. where I think it's, you know, the, the master, you know, one of the master plant medicines we can have, but. I, I thought that if we could expand the scope beyond just cannabis and kind of have that whole plant magic realm yeah. and build a wellness play to earn in that realm, mm-hmm. that that might actually have a chance of hmm. being different enough and interesting enough to people yeah. to, to, okay. to be viable.
0: What did you say it was called?
3: Uh, gem App, yeah, or Gem X App, depending on how you want how to say it. How do you spell it. that? G-E-M-X-A-P-P. So, okay, cool. Yeah. and
2: gem So X. it's www.gemxapp. Dot app. Dot app. GenX.app. Cool.
1: So you have multiple different plants on there. So just to break it down a little bit further, like how would this benefit patients, but then, or just not, not patients specifically, since it's not just a cannabis thing, but how would it like benefit, let's say Brandon and I, or somebody listening. And then on the flip side of that, like how does it benefit the people who like are on the app on the, like the business side?
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah. So, so I think the, I mean, the, the play to earn is something that, you know, is like the main advantage. Uh, you know, basically we're saying, uh, you know, you go on other platforms, you scroll, you learn, mm-hmm. you read, you don't get anything. Yeah. What we're saying <laughs> is, is come to a platform where you can actually go to a place and actually look at ads mm-hmm. and share in the ad revenue. Yeah. And we're, I mean, we're suggesting that the bulk of the ad revenues that we're going to be collecting are going to be put right into the wallets of the users who are on the app. Okay. We're talking about 80% is the, is the figures that I'm, that I'm putting forward. Mm -hmm. So that's awesome. If we can get brands to spend a dollar, 80 cents of that brand, that ad goes to the patient. patient. Yeah. That's awesome. And so they, then all of a sudden, you Mm -hmm. know, they're they're they have basically, they're going to be like, uh, tokens that they can spend on those products. And then it'll help those brands to get in front of people that they hadn't been in front of yeah. before. Okay, Drive business strategically and yes. ca- county by county. If they yeah. want to, like, they, they launch a store and eat it and they really want to, like, push people through it, they mm-hmm. can turn up the, uh, the budget and send those coins right into the pockets. Yeah. So. And
2: learn more about brands and things like that. Yeah. Because, you right. know, a lot of times you're in a dispensary, you get a little overwhelmed, you just basically whatever's in front of you is whatever the bun tinder showed you mm-hmm. like i was in high society the other day they have thousands of brands yeah they do i was like i'd have to spend
1: a long time a there. long time or like know? specifically go and yes. tailor your questions
2: yes and i didn't even know they had all those cool brands yeah you know
1: yeah there's there's and i feel like that sometimes too when we go to like when brand and i all go to events there'll be like you know different brands from different parts of the state i mean some even in oklahoma city that i'm like I've never heard about you, but you were so awesome. Like yes. I wish I knew more, but also I have to say that I'm not tapped out of Tulsa, but just like, we're not so close to Tulsa. So it's harder to stay connected yeah, to that market. Like Instagram there. Instagram is like, really it's the only way nice that we're them. able to like stay connected. So that's cool that you guys are doing that and have created a place. So like what you said, you came from like a marketing and it background. So like creating an app, is difficult in itself but creating marketing behind an app is a whole a whole different thing in itself too so like what was the process like of that like to create the like visually and aesthetically what you wanted people to see not just on like the app side but also on the like branding side and like where did gem x come from
3: yeah so um so on the on the marketing, you know, we can kind of break it down like the branding and all that. Um, I brought in one of my most talented uh, friends from college, Chad Mios, mm-hmm. out of Tulsa, cool, who does a lot of agency work up there, and mm-hmm. is like a real real heavy hitter. And um, he came in and he consulted on the visual side and the kind of I, I you know I downloaded with him about some of the strategic you know brand planning side, and he helped me cook up the visuals. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on the marketing side, I mean that's been. You know, it's uh, we. It, it's been a couple. You know, I started rapid prototyping this three years ago. Okay, so I've had three years to figure out. Okay, how are we going to actually make yeah. this interesting and make this work? Mm-hmm. And that's you know, the blockchain. I didn't. It didn't set out. I didn't set out with anything Web three. Yeah, it was all we can do. ACH. Mm-hmm. We can do have a stable. You know, social channel. Yeah. It didn't need blockchain. But mm-hmm. then once we started getting, once I started realizing how much applicability that the web three um technology had it really kind of shifted it into a, into a whole nother direction which is where the play to earn came yeah uh, nft gift cards um mm-hmm. we're going to have uh, basically a lot of really cool innovations that you know and, and we're not talking about the speculative side the we're going to buy an nft and hope that it goes from the value mm-hmm. there will be some of that potentially yes maybe but we're, we're talking specifically about the utility of what an nft can do for retailers okay yeah
0: Very cool.
2: And at Canacon, we met some people from Canada and they said they're already using blockchain and crypto out there to pay in dispensaries.
1: So do you guys currently like or have you with like even on the like, let's say the dispensary side, because that's the interaction you've had with cannabis currently. Like, have you guys used crypto for to like pay for stuff? Because I know like high voltage in Oklahoma City. I know that Morgan started doing like the he had a he had a he had or has a crypto thing. Yeah. And I thought that was super interesting. Cause yeah. I was like, well that, I mean, that's a great way to pay if you know, like,
2: yes. And he's yeah. already on our app. Yeah. And okay. Very really cool. Interested. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. And, um,
3: it just, we shot his, the dispensary and the glass bunker two weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. Wes uses
2: crypto all the time with his, has yeah. a card. Okay. It's a crypto yes, card. yes. 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 Yeah. And that's how they'll get their points. Yeah. And then they can just come in and scan and leave. They don't have to go to the ATM. They don't have that's to. That's solid. So, so your no way, your experience
1: is a lot easier because
2: it's not it's not it's not regulated by the FDIC. Yeah. Crypto isn't. So it's a perfect marrying of two business of two industries. Yeah. Cannabis mm-hmm. and crypto are two industries where the FDIC is not approved. Yeah. Right. So it's like, why don't we combine these two? yeah and figure out a way for them to be and exist together
3: yeah to back a bond you know <laughs> it, you know they're like not accepted by the banking industry yeah so we're looking at it like oh my gosh it's like a magnetic like they fit perfectly together mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah
1: wow that's so it's so interesting especially like because you know we <laughs> usually interview people who are more on like the the i don't want to say normal side of cannabis but the more like known side of cannabis you know like plants and processing but to hear that side because that's just a whole different side that one people aren't familiar with but and don't know but two just that I feel like people haven't really tapped into and creating an app having a cannabis business is very not difficult but difficult in itself because you've so many hurdles not just like locally but also federally but like to create an app that has to do with cannabis is a whole different beast too so like to see that you guys have done that and already have so many people interested is super cool and the fact that you guys have done r&d research and trial um for the last you know like three years i feel like that's a big thing too because Mm. sometimes people will just like launch apps just launch apps and it's very 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 bare bones and like I feel like you say bare bones, but like there's probably a lot of meat to your yeah. app already, yeah. especially if you have experience in this industry. So that's super cool that you guys took ownership in that and were just like, let us do what nobody else is doing, but what we want to see. Yeah. Yes. That's, I feel like that's super important that's, that you guys did yeah. that. Yeah, yeah absolutely.
3: It's, and especially looking at other vendors like um, Leaf uh, Link, Yeah. which recently doubled their prices just to have a simple facilitated vendor marketplace. I mean, Mm -hmm. this shouldn't cost $700 a month. Oh, wow.
1: Yeah. For you to be able to get your name out there.
2: dispensaries are struggling because it's such a saturated market. Yeah. So we're trying to connect patients to dispensaries. Mm -hmm. A lot of patients don't even want to go into dispensaries because... They're afraid. They don't know what to buy. Yeah. So many of my friends have Brands.
1: Me. I mean, you just said it yourself. Brands. Yeah, brands there's brands, so many brands they, that you're unfamiliar yes. with, and that's overwhelming.
2: Bloom is yeah. one that I didn't know about. And yeah. Wes keeps telling me about Bloom, and there's another one called Highest um, Intent. Have you guys seen
1: that? Yeah. <gasps> Brandon actually sells for them. Yeah. Oh, yeah,
2: cool. Well, we, we love, love them. Wes loves them. He's, yeah. like, obsessed with them. And so we were trying to get them to process next door to us at Friendly. Yeah. But we just love all these all these processors that we meet with every day because mm-hmm. we own dispensaries, yeah. you know. And Wes actually did processing; he did hash processing. Okay, again. very cool for a long time. For so you're a hash head.
3: Yeah, I did solventless.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's under, very yeah, cool.
3: Primo, and then we ended Hell up yeah. unloading everything to uh, Apex, and then Apex got bought up by Cake. You know, yeah. The 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 reduce, reuse, recycle yes. Oklahoma but cannabis economy. Mm-hmm. We had to shut
2: down because we couldn't find any growers. Yeah. But there wasn't a there wasn't a network to connect us with growers. Yeah. So I was literally had the OMMA list out calling and they were like, this has been disconnected. Yeah. This has been And so they don't update it. So it's not like you know it. who's yeah. who's
1: there and who's actually not there and what license is active and not right. active. So
2: we're gonna have a processors, growers, dispensaries and they can all connect
1: that's amazing that's and they're not they're not paying an arm and a leg which is what's happening right now and i feel like it's super hard for like you say that now as dispensary owners and i've seen it because i was a dispensary manager so like to see the cost going out before you even make it like one patient comes in and for some dispensaries in five hours and you're dishing out more money than you're actually getting in so that cost even per employee even that cost per patient you're paying more than you're even receiving, receiving so like yeah. brands you know that create these cool things like LeafLink link and stuff yeah ideally it's awesome but when they do things like double the prices that makes it so much harder for the little man mm-hmm. to be able to get their I mean grower processor dispensary anybody to be able to get their with their name out there and that's what that's what you want yes. is to be able to have for people to be able to have that opportunity
2: mm-hmm. to connect
0: yeah yes so with you guys having like a few dispensaries in the Oklahoma area and you know the market and patients can be all over the place in regards to like the price you know the product what they want um and every area could be so different you know locations can vary what's that experience been like for you guys as like owners of dispensaries and that's
2: Wes's thing because he's he's really gotten us to a good place yeah so you know I, 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 can speak
3: to the village in Oklahoma city at Penn and Hefner. Um, and it's contrast to our location in Norman, uh, you know, F U Falla and Porter and, um, you know, Norman's a college town. And so you get, you know, a little bit more thrifty spenders cause they don't have as much yeah. you know, yeah. spare change in their pockets. Um, um, and then, you know, the area where we're at at Penn and Hefner is right. It's in a really nice part of town. I mean, mm-hmm. It's uh you know you see a little bit more disposable income you see you know um, different age groups um, okay. you know middle aged to yeah. older people mm-hmm. um um but but yeah no I mean it, it is funny because we'll you know certain like we'll like rosin for us I can move it a lot easier in the village than I can in Norman yeah Mm-hmm. because I
1: mean, it just that's just what people. It's yeah. just different areas it attract is. different yeah. things. It is. Different mm-hmm. markets yeah. for sure. And kids, yeah. I mean, uh, college I kids it. aren't paying six, 50, 60, it's $70 it. for rosin. They're it's not doing that. Yeah.
0: It can be an expensive um, yeah, pleasure. So do or, you, you know, between
1: dispensaries, like, because I know that's something that, like, I've done in the past. And not ne- necessarily every, like, people that own chain dispensaries do that because n- not a lot do, but do you try to carry similar products between the dispensaries so that way each time patients go, they have the same experience, or do you cater to the area?
3: Yeah, it's a little little bit of a balance of both. Okay, cool, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, certain things like, well, we may try out in one location to see how it goes, mm-hmm. and then depending on how it goes, we might push it into the other one. Um, but for the most part, we do want to have – overlapping inventories just to so just so that when we're you know it's for us it's all about just trying to make sure that you know we're not like out of market on our cost structure and you know we're Mm -hmm. not getting beaten you know completely like just wrapped around the pole about you know being like ten dollars more expensive than we want to be in that meaty middle yeah not out of market so Mm -hmm. for us you know even a dollar difference on the cost of a distillate cart
1: makes a big difference it's a
3: huge difference yeah Because we can, you know, we can be a little bit closer on weed maps. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times we'll combine the ordering just to push those, push the prices down. Yeah, that's,
1: yeah, it's always interesting to see how people do that. So you guys have two locations, right? One in Norman and one on on Mm -hmm. May. Mm -hmm. So in your opinion, as a cannabis business owner, what's the most or one of the most important things that you want patients to know before they walk into not just your dispensary, but like any dispensary? What do you think is important to know?
3: Gosh, yeah. I mean. I,
2: Ask questions. Yeah. Yeah. Is my biggest thing. Um, sure, yeah. And what else would you say?
3: Oh, I mean, I, 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 a lot of times the simplest answers are actually like the most, like I don't know, relevant sometimes. Yeah. And I think for me, the most important thing that I would recommend to any patient is try to, you know, beyond go beyond just. THC and Mm -hmm. and try to get into those minor cannabinoids and you know if you can get a one-to-one just easy
1: yeah that's Mm -hmm. the best
3: results I've had from patients coming back saying I tried THC and CBN and it was okay but Mm -hmm. then when I finally got to that one-to-one yeah
0: it's a sweet spot yeah everything clicked Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah
3: so that would be the one thing I would say is if you're not already dashing in minor cannabinoids cbd in particular into your regimen do that and you're going to get so much more out of it because yeah. they do potentiate off of each other mm-hmm. and it is going to accelerate the effects of both independently
0: yeah That's good. i totally agree yeah same so how do you guys go through the process of selecting what products you want for your dispensaries
3: um so you know we we uh it's a you know it's a we're raining vendors every day they come in and they say yeah
0: Yeah. "Yeah." it's exhausting (laughs) yeah it's exhausting yeah
1: yeah yeah Um, well
2: it's hard to tell people no because they're so excited about their products
1: Mm -hmm. yeah and you hate to be that person to be like sorry i'm the one that has to be an ass and be like no we don't want your product you can't
0: have everybody yeah yeah your dispensary yeah it's hard Yeah,
3: I mean, I, I, we have a you know the quality. I don't, I don't know that it's formalized, but yeah. you know, we we definitely look for contaminants in the COAs, mm-hmm. and um, you know, we have certain ingredients that we we won't stock just because it's you know we're plant based, we're vegan, we're vegan, like, so we yeah. only have
0: okay. vegan products. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, very cool. That's really I mean, cool. I like didn't know that. I feel
1: like it's it's that's that's cool because that's your lifestyle, right? And you sure. want your dispensary to to reflect reflect your lifestyle and who you guys are as people. And being vegan is a very certain way of life, a very clean way of life. So, and like, Brand, Brand and I think this that the products, even cannabis specifically, cannabis products like that go in your body should also be clean, uh, along with the food that you're eating because cannabis is such a clean thing. So to know that you guys do that is really fun, cool. Uh, cool. Oh, thanks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. Yeah,
3: it, it's 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 cool, and you know, it was it's getting easier. At mm-hmm. first, it was hard. It was like we couldn't find, you know, there wasn't any yeah. solventless gummies that didn't have
2: gelatin yes. and all. Yes. But
3: but since then, it's kind of becoming an issue. We have did pay a really hilarious tax. And if we could just maybe sidebar on this one, I think it's definitely worth the entertainment of of, of, yeah. of, of regaling the the ripping good yarn that it was.
2: Oh no, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, let's say it. Let's oh, hear no, it. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> is, is this your is this your time to salvage the? Well, incident? no. I
3: mean, I mean, I don't I don't know that there's any salvaging it. But uh, so we had a uh, my we this is maybe a year into the having the Oklahoma City store open, like maybe 2019, 2020 and um,
2: Before this, though, yeah. we were doing the most patient drives of any dispensary. Okay, we had two doctors in house, uh-huh Fridays and Saturdays. It was very busy. We were her, seeing her sixty dad. to seventy. Patients. I think
1: yeah. I remember that. I don't remember that happening, but I remember you guys like. We
2: were the first ones to do. Patient you guys drives. were really doing patient and drives we did, very we had often. Five yeah. people, five uh processing too. Wow.
0: Yeah, it was like wow. the DMV in there. It was. It like, was the DMV. <laughs> yeah. We had
2: people lined up on. I mean, That's we, awesome. we should have had, had a reality show. Yeah, times.
3: it was good times. Uh, and so, it, so anyhow, her, her, her dad was there, you know, he was a recommending physician and we had this really, really cool thing going and then kind of had like this whole fiasco, this whole PR fiasco happened where, um, you know, my, my dad had a policy about, you know, not having meat on premises mm-hmm. in the break room. And, um, and then we accidentally stumbled into some, um, smoked Fiorini salami wrapped around, you know, uh, cheese and, um, and, 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 the lady, uh, the, uh Jessica, um, uh, Bruno, Bruno, she's a report news reporter. No,
1: yes. Yeah. 4. Yeah. I think I went to OU with her. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. I think I went to OU with her. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure I did.
3: So, so, so there was a situation where a guy, uh, you know, took it to the news and they, they did a really kind of slanted story on it and kind of basically, Made, made my dad look really bad. Like, he was, like, some awful guy. And mm-hmm. It was just, man, we got blown up. Blown up. Yeah. I mean, I'm still timid to, like, post online. Or like, sensitive. Yeah. The event, it, was just like for, it was a week just...
1: Constant. of yeah. yeah. The whole community well, just kind of getting...
2: Oklahoma's get it. kind of a <clears throat> meat-worshipping... Yeah. Yeah. State. Yeah. You know, and so that's... You know, we're used to it. Like yeah. Like, we face a lot of... Yeah. Discrimination about yeah. it. But. but
3: it was the meat sandwich incident. And, and you can look it up
2: on fr- just put friendly you can market walk, you can meat go sandwich. See if you want to laugh, um. <laughs> smoke, up, smoke a bowl yeah. and, la- and watch. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay, well, Fran, no doubt. But that really, you know.
3: But yeah, but that was the only, you know, that's the only little, I mean, just, gonna you
2: know, And now we have a plant based cafe yeah which and is awesome yeah, so yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah now okay. we can actually say we don't sickle. want meat in the fridge
3: because yeah. we know people accidentally you know yes
1: like- <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> yeah really though yeah i mean i don't eat pork so for me that's like i'm very like mindful of things like that like oh, sure. and i so
2: you probably don't do gelatin either no i
1: definitely don't do gelatin so like pork skin. E- exactly yeah. so it's like i am very mindful of things like that but i know that not everyone is because if you One, a lot of people haven't been, well, people in Oklahoma specifically, haven't been around other people who, on a regular basis, that are vegetarians, vegans, don't eat pork. So, like, sometimes I'll be out with people and they're like, oh, do you want this? And I'm like, no, I don't eat pork. And they're like, what? What? And I'm like... it's really not that big of a deal. Like I just yeah. don't eat one animal. Like, yeah. you know, but yeah. they're like, Oh my gosh. it's so, and I'm like, okay, I get it. But like, yeah, it's yeah. not that serious. Right. <laughs> so you I, I could see that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it seems like your family has been pretty like collectively involved in the cannabis movement here in Oklahoma. You guys have been here since the beginning. Um, do you feel like cannabis has brought your family together and additionally, like your relationship like, do you feel like you guys have connected and bonded more? And, like, even with you and, like, your dad, like, do you feel like, yeah, do, do you feel like it's, like, impacted your guy, your life in a, a bigger way than you thought it would?
3: Yeah. Well, I mean, I would, wouldn't have been able to maybe predict, but, you know, I was kind of a binge drinker before we started really, you know, actively involvement in running d- dispensaries yeah. day to day. and. Mm-hmm. That was my, you know, it's what I did. I mean, I still smoked a little bit of reefer over yeah. there, you know. Why devil? Yeah. But, you know, it wasn't, wasn't like, you know, that my main thing. But, mm-hmm. um, I, I mean, I, I couldn't have predicted how, how much better the outcomes would have been when I kind of switched from alcohol to cannabis. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's... It's been a, it's been a lot easier with it, you know. I mean, I've, mm-hmm. you know, I woke up and you know, smoke a dab in the morning. Yeah, and, yeah, you do. I, mean, <laughs> so, I don't feel necessarily like I feel like I don't feel like I'm high. You just like, feel normal. I feel yeah. like I'm medicated. I yeah, feel like yeah, I'm yeah. Well. yeah. Yes. I, I mean, it. like maybe like when I'm using the maybe like I'm not as handy with the towel when i'm you know doing my quick dry off yeah maybe i'm a little bit kind of for the first 10 minutes Mm -hmm. yeah yeah a a wee bit but after that I mean, you're good to go
1: you're good to go yeah yeah
0: yeah what kind of um hash what brands do you like what do you smoke
3: sure yeah well i mean you know um right now i'm smoking some um Live uh butter from Tribe.
0: Okay. Some cool. BHO from yeah. Tribe. Okay, right on. I
3: love their BHO. They've been their biomass that they've been growing out there has been getting better and better. I've seen it with my own eyes. Mm-hmm. Cool. Month to month. And um gosh, what else? I mean you like Boro? Yeah, yeah. Boro.
2: Yeah. 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 There's yeah. so like good. white moves. We've
3: smoking some Sunday extracts right now at the house that you bought. Um
0: nice. Sooner glue. cool Making your way around. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what so else. Apex? He liked Apex. Yeah.
2: What do you guys like? Yeah.
0: Um, um, I've been messing with Leaf Logic. Lately. Yeah. Yeah. He loves yeah. Leaf Logic. Yeah. Leaf Logic. Oh, yeah. Skunk um,
1: is really good. Um, is that a brand? Skunk? Yeah. Skunk OKC. Oh. They're really good. Okay. Um, Divine. I haven't tapped into Divine in a while because I, I used to be a huge dabber and then I just kind of like tapered off because it's very expensive and I was going through a lot a week. Um, but. I really enjoyed Divine. They were really great. Who else, Brand? Um, Ginger Larf is great. Oh. Um, there's a lot out there. I'm, I'm, I'm um, feel who like is I'm the,
0: um, Just Hash? Just Hash. So that's like a while.
1: affordable, more affordable line of Divine. So Divine's oh, okay. like top tier, and then Hash is like more affordable. Or oh. Just Hash. Okay. Um, yeah. But yeah, there's a few good brands yeah. out there. Hashimals, what's that? That's, that's, that's tribe. tribe. Oh, yeah. that's, that's Tribe. That's okay. tribe. Yeah, okay. yeah, that's Tribe. So... I've had a lot of people throughout my cannabis journey that have helped touch me and educate me along the way. Do you guys have anybody in mind specifically that's touched you and helped you throughout your cannabis journey? And not just like the consumption, but just like overall, um, even business side?
2: Um, I'll let you do the business side. My, I would say for me, it's Wes, because at first I, I'm a very high, strong Um, tend to, you know, like more sped up types of things. Yes. And so for me, slowing down, being comfortable in my skin, being comfortable in my head. I have a lot of trauma from growing up. Yeah. Um, that I never really faced. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, when you go to rehab, you don't really face, you just face what's on the surface. Yeah. Kind of basic stuff. Like, oh, your parents were divorced. Mm -hmm. You know, your dad got custody. Mm -hmm. You were taken away from your mom. You know, whatever. Um, And um, I never really faced a lot of that stuff. But what cannabis did for me and Wes introduced it to me was, you know, just let it all go. Yeah. You know, just... Let the plant just be comfortable with yourself. Mm-hmm. Just release
1: and surrender. Yes, because yeah. when you
2: first smoke, you have anxiety, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, oh my god, oh my god. You start thinking about all these things and your yeah. like life. And, uh, uh. Yeah,
1: I still do that. Yikes. <laughs> I know, me too.
2: But it gets better. Yeah, it you does. Smoke. Yeah, yeah. And so, Wes, I'll never forget this, and this is what I tell a lot of my girlfriends that try it for the first time or that don't really use it a lot but do it sometimes. Is um, what did you say when Igor, my my brother's husband, was having a reaction? We were all in New York. Cause he had never taken a gummy. He's from Russia, you know. Cannabis, yeah. is like, no gummy yes, in Russia. Yes. And he said, "What did you say? It's, uh, it's anxiety that you need to let go of. It's things that you need to let go of. Yeah, you know, that's good. Yeah. That's a good way to say it. Yeah. So every time I take cannabis now, I'm like, okay, now I'm going to release whatever it needs to. Yeah, go. Right. you know,
1: that's good. That's a really good way to look at it. As somebody with anxiety, I'm like, anxiety that I need to let go of. I'm yeah. going to start telling myself that. That's yeah, good. it's releasing. That's it what releasing. Wes said. He goes, "You're yeah. releasing.
3: Yeah. I mean, it's kind of that's. I mean. I think that was the idea.
1: Yeah. yeah, that's good. Yeah.
2: What
3: about you, honey? Um, gosh, you know, I mean, I don't know, there's just a few, but I, I, the one that I would want to mention, uh, would probably be the, uh, the dank duchess. Yeah. We, yeah. Sh- <laughs> we came, she came to Oklahoma and mm-hmm. we did a ice water hash extraction
1: oh,
0: cool. workshop.
3: Cool. We had, you know, some of the hash makers from all over the state. come Yeah. Down. We hosted them in our lab and, and I got to spend a whole week with her and, I kind of yeah. I tell people in cannabis it's like I kind of like see. I mean she. It was really like I mean she. she, she it wasn't like one thing in particular it was just like how how she was going through. You know how she did her life and the
1: experience of her yeah. as a person. Yeah, yeah, and just how she yeah.
2: smoked and was so successful in her career and yeah. rollerblades and just mm-hmm. incorporated it into her life and to show her wellness journey with it. Yeah. Yeah. was really cool.
1: That's awesome. That's, yeah. that's cool. really cool. So we like to ask everyone this question, but what's the stigma you guys would like to see change surrounding cannabis?
2: I mean, especially in my world, in the addiction world, you know, like I haven't really gotten a job anywhere because I know that they're going to drug test me. Yeah. You know, and I want to go into rehabs and mm-hmm. I want to tell people, and I did this in my private practice before COVID and before my agency was shut down during COVID um, but I would tell like this one guy, he was having a lot of problems with his um, ex-wife and trials. And and mm-hmm. I just straight up told him, I like, go, go get a bag of gummies and take them. Yeah. And so, and I said, and I'll check back with you next week and take one every night or take a half. Yeah. You know? And so he was like, okay, he's like a country boy mm-hmm. on the farm, drank beer, you know, yeah blah, yeah, blah, The next week I checked in with him. He was like, oh my God, nothing's as big of a deal. Yeah. He was like, things with my wife are better. We've worked things out. We're not going to court anymore. Good. Yeah. You know, yeah. so it's like, that's what I would love to see mm-hmm. us get to in the mental health world. Yeah. And especially in the drug rehab world, which I don't know if will ever happen. Yeah. Because people do go to mm-hmm. treatment for marijuana. Yeah. Specifically, not very many. I would mm-hmm. say one yeah, out of a hundred. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know the they, they still do. They still yeah. do. Probably usually because their parents make them. Not yes. because yeah. Because it's like something that they're trying to yeah do. we went to yeah. we went
1: to high school with a kid who got sent to rehab because his parents found out he smoked we yeah. went to elementary school with him yeah
0: yeah Okay, yeah, it's, the kind of traumatizing. it's very traumatizing <laughs> it is because i think when i, I think rehab- now he's
1: like super against cannabis yeah. like super super against it yeah. from my understanding that's but like so that's traumatizing to to do that in your like mm. growing Puberty years yeah. and like being sent there to say that like a plant's bad for you when your parents He's just just don't experiment. know. Like a binge yeah, binge. the
2: poor guy. <laughs> know, yeah, right? the poor guy. I know. But what I would like to see is a world where you know, look right you now, we have gun violence, we have alcohol abuse, we have domestic violence. I mean, I'm in the world, social worker world. Yeah. I mean, during COVID, all those people that were at home with their kids abusing mm-hmm. their kids, all the stuff that's going on. If people just took a gummy or smoked more, I think a lot of our world problems and a lot of our problems would go away. Yeah. And that's just my... But I would love to see the the mental health stigma go away with it. Yeah, for sure. That's the biggest Mm problem in my world. Yeah. What about you, Wes?
3: Well, I personally think that we should all ally together to fight the stigma that people with schizophrenia should be... dissuaded from trying cannabis because i don't think that that's a, one model fits all models i mean yeah there could be certain very vari- varieties of schizophrenia that aren't as antagonized by certain strains and may help them yeah i mean because that's you know mm-hmm. it's just kind of like this one thing like that, that i that even the doctors we were going through many uh patients and i said mm-hmm. guys like what, what's going to happen like you haven't said no to anyone yet
0: yeah go,
3: what would it take for you to say no
0: yeah
3: and they said that they'd have to mention having schizophrenia like that's interesting effects. yeah
1: that's yeah. very interesting i'm yeah. like why schizophrenia per yeah. se
2: well i think it's because like when you have schizophrenia you have voices in your head yeah and you usually have two people fighting
1: yes that's, and yeah. so
2: what marijuana does to me i don't know about other people but it definitely helps kind of make those voices a little louder yeah and so I think that yeah. might make their voices in their head louder. Okay. That's just my take on it. Yeah. And we, the whole point of minimizing the the mm-hmm. symptoms is like they take a medicine that makes the voices kind of dim. yeah Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. So that might just be one area of mental yeah. health that maybe yeah. we need more but research on. But I feel like on. on the
1: flip side of that, though, when you, th- I mean, here's the thing though, is the generalization of cannabis. And I feel like people normally just think of like the THC aspect, but like you said, like certain strains, or maybe certain cannabinoids, or maybe certain terpenes, or maybe just CBD. Like yeah. certain things, I feel like because cannabis does help brain health. Like we know people with concussions, we know people that have had cancer. You know, just so many different things, but it really helps brain health. So, I wonder. That's very. Inter- yeah. That's that's an interesting thing to say because I've never personally heard that, but I could see both sides of it. I could see both sides of it. Yeah. 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 Yeah, the
0: beam. Yeah.
2: Oh, Another I thing I would like to somewhere. see is kids being taken off Adderall just because of my yeah. experience with it. Mm-hmm. And I have so many of my girlfriends whose sons and kids are already on Adderall. That's yeah. It's so crazy that
1: people put their kids on Adderall so young. Like, like the first one thing.
2: strain away from yeah. meth. Well, mm-hmm. and it's like the yeah. first thing that they really. think of
1: is, oh, my kid has ADHD. And they totally might. But I'm also like, are you giving your kid Red Dye 40? Mm-hmm. Like what, what kind of things yeah. are you feeding your kids? Like yeah. are you putting clean things in their body? Like Fact. what are, are they eating? Sugars? Are they yeah. eating candies? Are they eating processed foods? Do they get food? physical like, exercise? Let's start Do there. get outside? Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's just like start there and yeah. then go. Right from there like yeah. or are they just on their devices all day and you think they have adhd because they yeah. can't focus because yeah. all they do is like video games because you put a screen in them yes. in front of them their entire life yes. but then like blue light is a whole different thing anyways i could go on a rabbit oh, hole I right too. now I but know. like that's what i think <laughs> like, of I so, you say, Adderall, yeah, you this, see, so you say
2: yeah because you have seen yeah you know, that- and so many people that I know still that are my age are still on it. Yeah. And they also have a cross addiction of alcohol.
1: Yeah. Yes. You know? I've heard that quite often. They yes, like they'll take up, an Adderall before well you're up they go. All day mm-hmm.
2: And then in order to relax at night, they drink. Yeah. Yeah. And then they also smoke. Yeah. So it's just this three it's like I'm, a vicious cycle. I was there. Yeah. I did it for twenty five years. Yeah, and do I miss it sometimes? Yeah, you know. Yeah, I got all my stuff done during the day. I was mm-hmm. skinny. I was mm-hmm. losing weight. I didn't have to do anything. It suppressed yeah. my appetite. It helped me read. Mm-hmm. Helped me organize the house. Helped me do the laundry better. Yeah. It made the mundane yeah, tasks. Yes, <laughs> I mean I can sell this drug. Yeah,
3: right. you're doing you know? good.
2: <laughs> but it, it makes. Where no can world. I
3: get some of that amphetamines again? <laughs> <laughs>
2: You but it makes you a robot and it, yeah. makes, it takes your soul. Well, and I yeah. like the come down
1: you- off of it is oh, like
2: depression. Oh,
1: it's like tired. You
2: don't want to do anything. You have to take do, one. Yeah. My girlfriend used to sleep. She used to wake up, set her alarm for 30 minutes, go take the pill, mm-hmm. then go back to sleep. And then when it would kick in, she'd wake up
1: oh wow that's so i've only taken adderall once in my life and that was back in college that was back in college and that was because i had to stay all night and my friend was like i think he gave me like a 10 milligram he's like just take five and it was great until i hit that that wall and (laughs) when i tell you i was like i'm never doing this again like it was i just got so moody and like down and it was so instant how it happened and it was so for a long period i'm naturally a very happy person yeah um it i the mental toll it took on me mm-hmm. i was like how the how the fuck do people do, people do, this, do this all this all the time oh, and everybody's like it. and because like, when you crash you crash yeah. so hard yeah so i'm like yeah that's that's a really good point yeah yeah. So I would
2: love to see kids maybe get on CBD instead. Yeah. yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. why Because CBD calms kids down, da- calms yeah. you down. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I give my kids CBD.
1: That's awesome. Yeah, I love that. I'm
2: vocal about it. Yeah, that's amazing. And I give it to them if they have a hard time sleeping. I give yeah. it to them if they're having anxiety for the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I cut it up in little fours. Yeah. And, you know, people judge me. I don't really care. That's, no, I feel like you that's, that's
1: you introducing them to clean plant medicine, oh. but also, like, teaching them, like... Our medicine is very similar. Like it comes from the same plant. Yes. It's just different forms of medicine. And then yes. when it when they get of age to like, you know, when kids kind of like not I don't want to say spiral off, but like do their own thing, get yeah. curious. Yes. They're not really gonna have that with cannabis. Instead, they're gonna one already have that conversation and knowledge from you guys, oh, but yeah. it's also gonna be like when they do try it, it'll probably be with you you guys first when they're curious oh yeah or they'll just be like no i'm good when their friends are doing it and they're you know because it'll yeah, just it's be not like
2: so it's not the forbidden fruit it's yeah right? they're,
1: they're like oh we do this all the time we've yeah, done this like, like okay, we've done cbd out, growing yeah, like, up you know yeah. so it's like it's it's a it's whole a different point. perspective like yeah. yeah yeah
0: yeah
3: i was gonna say one of the most encouraging things that i saw a couple years ago was when i would see parents being sent into the dispensary. By the school counselors, specifically (laughs) to tell them to put their kids on CBD instead of putting them on speed. Yeah, that's
1: that's that is that's awesome. Yeah, that's we need more people advocating for that. Oh yeah, Yeah. especially
2: the teachers. Yeah, because you're
1: creating this addiction at such a young age. Oh,
2: it's so bad. Yeah, and 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 here's
1: the thing: is like twenty five years. That's a long time, but like I like to think of it in like when we were growing up, twenty five years ago, things weren't nearly as i want loud is the word i'm going to use but like overdone as they are now so like what adderall was like 25 years ago you didn't hear of it compared to what it is now Uh it's probably night and day difference in the chemical form so like Uh even just thinking about that so if kids start taking adderall now and let's just say it gets more and more more they're chemical Chemical yeah but like as they add more and more stuff or do more and more to it you know like change it more and more because let's be real. Like they probably are uh-huh. it. How is it affecting your kids long-term that way?
2: And I'm a living proof of that. Cause I was on it for 25 years Yeah, and it stunted my growth. I think my emotional growth stopped at 21 when I started taking it. Wow. You know, you could do yeah. you, you become a robot and you yeah. do your work, mm-hmm. you drink, mm-hmm. you go out, you party. Yeah, you, you look. It's like yeah. compartmentalizing. Yes. it like you helps you compartmentalize your, soul, your life. Your soul, your spirit. You don't even know who you are. Yeah, yeah. you know that's so interesting. Yeah, it's your sure your growth. Yeah, just like all addiction,
0: but mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, thanks for sharing. Yeah, thank you yeah. so much. I feel like this wraps up our episode for today, yeah. guys. Amazing. Thank you for taking time out of your day to be here. We really appreciate you guys. Yeah, thank you both thank you so much. Us. Thanks yeah. for having us. This yeah. Has been, yeah, great. This awesome. Yeah. yeah.
1: To keep up with what they're doing, be sure to check out the at Gem app. That's G-E-M-X-A-P-P and at Friendly underscore Market underscore Hefner. Thank you to everyone tuning into today's episode. Be sure to like, subscribe and share a little love. And as always, Brand, stay medicated.